Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Have another cup of coffee. Oh, I couldn't, Eleanor. Thanks, anyhow. I must be going. You know how men are. When they get home from work, they'd like you to be there. Home from work? It's uh-huh. only 3.30. I know, and I'm late now. My husband's office hours are now 7 to 3, didn't I tell you? No, 7 to 3. Yes, and he's nearly wild getting up at 5.30 in the morning to get there by 7. It seems that his boss, Mr. Cranshaw, mm-hmm. hired an efficiency expert while we were in Europe. And one of his bright ideas is that people are at their best early in the morning and that they slow down and start slumping at 3 o'clock. So the office hours have been changed. Well, in a way, I suppose that's rather nice, especially in the summertime mm-hmm. to get through work at mm-hmm. 3. Well, he's, he's supposed to go to the gym at, at 3 for a workout. Then he's supposed to get a hobby and take up some active outdoor sports so he gets in perfect physical shape. Well, I don't know how your husband feels about exercise, Alan, but honestly... Fred doesn't even know what that word means. He jumps in the car and drives to the store. It's a block away. (laughs) What really worries us is that Mr. Cranshaw said, I want you, Piper, especially to get in good physical shape so you get used to the cold. I may have a new assignment for you. Goodness, well, you just we got get... back from Europe. Are you going traveling again? Well, Mr. Cranshaw wouldn't say any more, but we do know the main company is opening another small branch office in uh, Iceland. Iceland? Yes. You mean you'd go and live in Iceland? Well, he can always turn it down, you know, if it's offered, but it would be a promotion with more money, I guess. He'd be the manager, and sometimes a decision like that's hard to make, you know. Iceland, of all places. <laughs> no. That's just what I said. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late getting home, dear. That's all right. I just got here myself. Aunt Effie took Betsy off to a music lesson. Bobby hasn't got enough from his nap. Oh, hasn't he? Uh, I don't know what to do with myself getting home so darn early. I guess that's why Mr. Cranshaw said you should get a hobby in some outdoor sport, hmm? Yeah, he asked me about that today. What had I decided? He takes a man doesn't just decide that he's going to have a hobby. How about your stamp collection? Oh, I'm not really interested in that anymore. Well, after we got the house built and you had your den, you were really going to get started writing stories or a book? 
That's something you've always wanted to do, honey. Yeah, you know, no, you've I talked know. about it. Somehow it takes the joy out of it and the ambition to have Mr. Cranshaw practically order you to have a hobby. Yes, I can see that. What kind of hobbies do the other men in your office have? Oh, well, Jenkins is an amateur shortwave radio ham. Harry Willis builds model trains and railroads in his basement. I guess he's got about 100 feet of track down there in his basement. Oh, that's right. Jane said she hardly has any room for laundry tubs. Well, I'm glad you don't do that. I remember now Jane said he's down in the basement all the time. Also, he puts on striped coveralls and wears an engineer's cap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Playing with the trains. Well, anyhow, he has a hobby. Look, if you would just repair things around the house, like the kitchen doorknob, oh. that's hobby enough for me, dear. You doorknob. know, I... I forgot about it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Anyhow, the, the hobby isn't what bothers me. It's it's choosing some outdoor sport so I get used to the cold. I wish you'd insisted on knowing what he meant by that, dear. I did. I did ask him. I asked him again. He just laughed and said, eh, time enough to go into all that. And he said, but the sooner you get in shape, the better. <laughs> well, even in Iceland, people live in heated houses, don't they? I mean, there aren't, there aren't Eskimos living in igloos. Why are you supposed to be in such perfect physical shape to stand the cold? I don't know. I don't know. I tell you, since Cranshaw hired this efficiency expert, he's going on such an efficiency kick, he's got everybody in the office in such a turmoil, they don't know where they're coming or going. I mean, he's just defeating his own purpose, you ask me. Why, he, you know, he's even got poor old Miss Callaher signed up for the stenographer's basketball team. Oh, no. You're good, he says. Can oh. you imagine why that poor old soul has got such bad asthma? She's gasping for breath all the time. He wants her to play basketball. Well, I only want to know one thing. Would you accept the job in Iceland if it's offered to you? Well, I could only tell you one thing. I found out from Jenkins that they'll pay twice as much as I'm getting now. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? You said it was just going to be a small branch office and an em- import-export office in Iceland can't be that important. It's because it is Iceland. That's it. It's hard to get men to go there. It's, yes, yes. It's Isolated. Yeah. <laughs> Only one decent-sized <laughs> town. Look, I, I, I'm not faced with the decision yet, so I don't want to even think about it. The decision I have to make right now is what active outdoor sports I should take up. I say, sir, even pretend to take up to appease this idiot that I work for. You nearly killed yourself going skiing you last year. Quote me. I know, I know. As for ice skating, I don't mind going once in a while, but I, I certainly don't want to go every day. No, I don't blame you. get no. it, dear, will you? I, I better go out and start dinner. We might as well have earlier dinners anyhow. Yeah, make me an apple pie. It's fattening. I don't care. I feel reckless. <laughs> Hello. Yet. Oh. Well, no, sir. No, not yet. We were just talking about... What? Oh, no, be no, be glad to have you. Fine. Say about uh, 8 o'clock? Dear? Yes, fine. If that's Aunt Effie... All right, sir. Tell her to stop at the store and get some apples. If no, that's no, Aunt Effie... No, 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 it wasn't, wasn't... It was Cranshaw. He's got a brilliant idea. He's stopping by tonight at 8 o'clock to discuss it with both of us. <laughs> sakes, honey. Leave the dishes alone. I'll do them, and then I'll put Betsy to bed. No, I don't like you to do all the dishes, Aunt Effie. Oh, I don't mind at all. I wish you'd get in the other room and see what Mr. Cranshaw has to say. Well, I'm not sure I want to hear it. Well, I'm curious if you're not. <laughs> now, go on. He wants to talk to both of you. Run along. Well, all right. Leave the dishes, and I'll wipe them. Oh, now, don't worry about the dishes. Well, just... And I know perfectly well, Piper. You think I've turned into sort of a crackpot on this whole new scheme of things. Oh, no. No, no. Not at all, Mr. Cranshaw. Oh, oh. oh come in. Come in, dear. 
Mrs. Piper. Hello, Mr. Cranshaw. Uh, sit down, sit down. Sit down. Now, I was just saying, I feel your husband thinks I've turned into somewhat of a crackpot. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I should say not. In fact, he was saying how much better he felt already getting up early and getting some exercise. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Well, now, <clears throat> I have something I want to talk over with both of you. Now, first of all, let me ask you this. Have you ever gone duck hunting? Did you say duck hunting? Yes, but you've gone duck hunting, dear. Oh, duck hunting, yes. Well, I mean, I can't say I've ever shot down many ducks, but, oh, yes, I've certainly gone duck hunting. <laughs> and uh, have you gone with him, Mrs. Piper? No, no, he's always gone with his men friends, and you know how men are when they go off on hunting trips. They don't want the wives. <laughs> I know, I know. And it is my opinion that's a big mistake. Mrs. Cranshaw has always gone everywhere with me. Oh, well, you understand, Mr. Cranshaw, I don't know anything about duck hunting anyhow, so... And why don't you? Because he hasn't taken you. No, I believe that marriage is like a real partnership. Everything must be shared. Now, how would you like to go duck hunting, Mrs. Piper? What? I am convinced that the reason your husband here is finding it hard to adjust to our new schedule is because he's mentally exhausted from the trip to Europe. He needs a vacation where he can just relax and enjoy himself. At the same time, getting plenty of fresh air and exercise. Well, the duck hunting season closes December 8th. So, as of next Monday, Piper, I'm giving you a week to take the little woman here and go duck hunting. <laughs> well, and what do you say? Oh, well, you, you, that's certainly very nice of you. I... I know my wife has always wanted to go duck hunting, haven't you, dear? Well, oh, yes, haven't yes, you, dear? yes, yes. Right. A friend of mine yes. has a cabin up north you can use. Also, I might add, he's got an excellent duck blind. Duck blind? <laughs> Mrs. Piper, you don't know what a duck blind is? Uh, no, not exactly. I don't. Well, that. you've got quite an experience ahead of you, hasn't she? <laughs> oh, yes, I should say she has. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Only we duck hunters know the thrill of sitting in a duck blind early in the morning, waiting for the ducks to fly over. <laughs> yes, indeed. Certainly a thrilling woman, isn't it? Oh, golly, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Well, what's a duck blind like? I mean, is it enclosed? I mean, it's going to be. December next week, it's kind of cold to be sitting in a duck blind, isn't it? No, don't, do you mind a little chilly weather, Mrs. Piper? No, no, oh, Why, no, no, she yes. doesn't mind at all. Uh, she's a darn good sport. Good, good. Glad to hear it. Because when you get back, there's something else we ought to talk over. Now, I'll get on home and leave you two to make plans for the trip. I guess your crackpot of a boss gets some good ideas, eh, Piper? <laughs> <laughs> I won't go, that's all. I just won't go. I will not go duck blind. Now, now, look. I don't even like the sound of sitting in a duck blind early in the morning and waiting for the ducks to fly over. The whole idea sounds absolutely insane anyhow to me. To begin with, I don't even like ducks. (laughs) I don't even like to eat them. 
I hate that wild, gamey taste. Now, why should I sit there and wait for them to fly south? Because Mr. Crenshaw's giving me a week off to go duck hunting. I don't want to go, that's all. I just every, every time I have ever gone duck hunting, you have raised cane. Why yeah. don't we men ever take our wives? Well, I've all right, here's your chance now. You're going duck hunting Look, this I can't time. get away with two children. Now, don't worry house. about that, dear. I'll be here. I'll look after the house and the children. Nancy. Now, you can just go and have a good time. Look, and Effie, I mean, sweet I of you. I mind at all. You know, you know, it's pretty nice of Crenshaw to do this. It, it, it really is. Don't you see what he's doing? What do you... What do you suppose that something else is he wants to talk over with us when we get back? And why does he insist that I go along? He's getting us toughened up for Iceland's what I think. Oh, nonsense. <laughs> yeah, How could he do that? Look, if I do get offered that job and don't want it, all I have to do is turn it down. But will you? You said earlier that if it pays twice what you get now... If we were there even three years, we could save quite a nest egg. Well, look, I don't want to even think about it now. And Mr. Cranshaw knows that. He also knows you want him to think your wife is a good sport, ready to go anywhere you go, even to Iceland. Well, aren't you? Wouldn't you? <sighs> yes. Yes, of course. Oh, well, <laughs> all right. Stop worrying, Annie. That hasn't happened Iceland. yet. Now, look, I better look for my hunting jacket. Seen my gun. Now remember, honey, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're together. <laughs> he's decided to take the job if it's offered. Oh, no, I don't think he's decided any such thing. Yes, he has. I can tell. It makes him feel adventurous. You know, it isn't that I have anything against Iceland personally. You know, it. <laughs> I know, dear. I know. Just the name sounds cold. I know. Oh, don't forget to, to buy some long woolen underwear. Oh, long woolen underwear. I hated it. Itches so. What for? Honey, look, when you're sitting in that duck blind, you'll be glad you have it on, believe mm. me. Also, you'll need uh, boots, heavy jacket, uh, earmuffs, or oh. take the thermos jug for hot coffee to keep us warm, and blankets. How long do we sit in the duck blind? Darling, until the ducks show up. Well, now, don't look at me like that. Look, you've always wanted to go duck hunting. Now you're going to go. If you are Protestant, Catholic, or Jewish, you are one of more than 100 million American citizens who subscribe to these three major faiths. This year, observed by the United States and United Nations as World Refugee Year... It is especially important to support, through your religion, great efforts to assist the needy everywhere. Right now, you can give, most meaningfully, through the Protestant Share Our Surplus Appeal, through the Catholic Bishop's Thanksgiving Clothing Collection, or the United Jewish Appeal Special Fund. Be faithful to those of your faith during this holiday season so important in family life. Give through your faith. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Dorothy Duckworth, and Raymond Bramley and is produced by Walter Hart.